Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 91 of the PA Turn Pod. This is a late night episode. Um, I am Rob, joined as always by a guy who also turned down 300 plus million dollars from the San Diego Padres. Joel, how are you tonight, sir? Uh, pretty well. I uh, decided to stay in New Jersey to play for the Phillies. <laughs> how about you? How are you doing? I, I didn't get the offer. Um, ah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, the pa- Padres aren't interested in me. Yeah, Giants do need some outfield help. So, hopefully, John Hammond uh, has the first scoop on it. I, I can't imagine how he's going to spell my name wrong. <laughs> Robe. Robe. He's definitely going to call. Me, he's going to call me Ron. I already know it. When I when I first took over, <laughs> when I first took over the baseball team that I run in uh, yeah. 2017, um, I asked them to. So they had to put my name on the team. Not the the old guy that used to run it was uh, like a, a kid's dad, and he and his kid both left the first year that I was labeled as the manager of the team. They put Ron Grable and the phone number was my work phone number. So these people were texting me going, I I would see them at the games and go, I I can't get a hold of you. I said, yeah, because you're texting my work number. Like I'm surprised you're not getting like a dial tone when you do it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, Ron Grable is definitely how uh, Heyman would spell my name. Oh, dude. I think Coke Hamels is probably Coke Hamels is outstanding. Moose Bats is pretty good too. That's an older one. But the uh, the arson judge the arson judge tweet is. <laughs> I want to get it framed and put it right here. Yeah, right. I, I actually I mean, we should do a top ten of if, his fumbles there. <laughs> if not for him, I wouldn't have gotten um, Twitter famous over the last few days. I think I have 163 likes on the tweet. Uh, it was a response to him. Did you see the arson? You're judge? Still verified, right? Did, yeah. Did you see the arson judge one? No, but you texted oh me. <laughs> How did he fuck this Dude, up? He said, Arson Judge <laughs> appears to be headed to Giants. And the next day, he signs with the, the Yankees. And then uh, later in the same day, he tweets, um, Taiwan Walker. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Taiwan Walker Taiwan. goes to Philly. I said, he's going to be great behind Arson Nola in the rotation. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next morning, he tweeted something out. He spelled best wrong. He put Hest. And I said, Hest in the Hisness. You are on fire. He's gonna sure. block me. <laughs> nah, he won't. He'll I mean, block somebody else. <laughs> He'll search Ron. And go, yeah. Why can't I find him? Passengers should just quote retweet him, but then that's just giving him mercy. Yeah. You, know, you know, I know he sees my tweets too because when you're verified, you get notifications in the in a different column where there's a verified notification right. column. So he, he's definitely seeing these things. Well, if he checks, he might be like Skip Bayless, where he doesn't check any of his um his uh, mentions. <laughs> I don't know if that his fumbles were the one that Trump did on Kofefe. Oh, Kofefe. It's up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's up there, dude. Coke Hamels had me dying. Coke Hamels is pretty funny. <laughs> I, he deleted that one. I don't think he deleted the arson tweet, did he? I did I, I, don't, I don't know. I am chugged. Some, <laughs> Nevertheless. Somebody <laughs> somebody made a fake tweet earlier today saying uh Xanax Bogart signed with the Padres. <laughs> 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 that's a good one <laughs> that's a good one yeah i'm gonna find um, it real quick i sent uh I, th- I may have sent you the picture of it oh <laughs> dude i have to go through my picture xanax bojangles to the padres oh jesus <laughs> well speaking of that the free agency man dude Oof. a couple of days ago i did this rundown we had we went from zero to 100 aaron judge or arson judge arson judge jacob de Gram. 
and Turner and yeah. then, and Verlander, I believe, four. And all of a sudden, I, now I, we have a plethora. I, I think Bellinger was on there too. Now all of a sudden, we got Tyone, we got Contreras, we got Quintana, a lot of good ones. So what we're going to do today, um, so this is yeah. kind of like a two-parter. We're, we're going to do an episode tomorrow as well, Friday, which will be released possibly on Friday, depending on how much time I have to do so. Um, so we're going to, today we're going to run through the, uh, the, the signings that have been confirmed, at least the main ones. We're not going to do like minor league contracts or like crappy relievers, um, aside from the crappy reliever, the Philly sign. And we're going to go one by one and just say basically yay or nay. Well, meaning good contract, bad contract, good deal, bad deal. Do you like it or not? And we're going to leave it kind of ambiguous and kind of open-ended. And then tomorrow we'll do a little bit more deep dive because today we want to kind of go through everything. Um, not necessarily in long form and the Friday episode, which is usually what, happens there we're going to go a little bit more in depth um so we have about uh, 15 or so guys probably the most notable names um, that have all signed yeah we're going to read them say yes or no basically do do we like it do we not uh without going into detail and then tomorrow we'll do the uh, the same but we'll do more detail it's also possible that more things will happen by tomorrow Um, after that we're going to talk a little bit about rams raiders and then we're going to do a little bit of a, uh, a review of uh, week 13 in the NFL before Joel gives us a little bit more of uh, his World Cup analysis. I uh, I saw a little bit of it. I'm excited to talk about the Argentina game. So mm. I guess without further ado, further ado, would you like to uh, start or do you want me to start? I'll start it. Why okay. No, no, actually, you start Okay. It. So uh, Aaron James Judge stays with the Yankees, a nine-year deal, $360 million. Um, for reference, he turned down, a, I think it was a six-year deal for $213 million before the season. And he reportedly had an offer on the table from San Diego, 10 years, $410 million. Uh, the way this came about, Judge received a phone call from um, Hal Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. Or was it, it was Hal Steinbrenner the night that he agreed to the contract. Hal said flat out, do you want to be a Yankee? Judge said yes, but I need a ninth year. Hal said give it the ninth year, $40 million a year, take it or leave it. And he said, let's do it. <laughs> and he, he actually left money on the table. This is the second free agent that did it um, with San Diego. Uh, but uh, basically, good or bad, yes or no? Do you like it or not? Yes. Okay. Do you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll. One of the things I want to talk about tomorrow when we do our top five is mm-hmm. some it relates to this and i i love this move gotcha okay sounds fair i'll keep you to it uh next on the list uh jacob de and the texas rangers agreed to a five-year 185 million dollar contract rob do you like this move yeah how about you uh love the move for de I love it for the Phillies. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, they uh, they also uh, signed Andrew Heaney for whatever that's worth. Um, I, whatever. All right. Um, so basically, Degrom's replacement with the Mets, Justin Verlander, two year deal, eighty six million dollars with a vesting option for twenty twenty five, which I believe is worth thirty thirty five million. Because I believe it has the potential to be a three year, one hundred twenty one million dollar uh, deal. Gotcha. Um, that vesting option, what that means is um, it's not a club option. It's not a player option. It's a statistical-based option where, like, if he pitches X number of innings or whatever, then that option automatically kicks in. That's how it works. It's not like a subjective thing. It's an objective thing. 
Uh, do you like it or not? not? What do you think? I like it. Yeah. I mean, they needed to do that move anyway. Honestly. All right. Yeah, they needed um, it. Xanax Bogarts. <laughs> Xanax Bojangles. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Xanax Bogarts and the Padres <laughs> agreed to 11 years, $280 million dollar contract. The Padres finally land someone yeah, somebody, in Somebody, Somebody took their money. Yeah, right. Do you like this move or not? Uh, I actually don't. How about you? Confused of why they got him. Yeah, but... I, yeah that, that's <laughs> no, a, I don't like yeah, it. That, that's a good way to put it. it it's kind of befuddling. Um, Cody Bellinger to the Cubs, one-year deal, $17.5 million. Um, this is according to Jeff Passan, not confirmed yet. Well, confirmed by many people, but not actually official. Uh, what do you, yay or nay? Mm, yay. Yeah, I, 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 there was another team I thought made sense for him, but the Cubs is a good spot for him. Um, for okay. sure. Uh, I lost my spot anyway. I think you're up anyway. Jameson Tatum. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, Jameson and the Tatum. Cubs. Yeah, four, years, four years, 68. This makes the Walker deal make more sense. True. Um, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, it's a, it is what it is. Eflin kind of fucked the market up. With his deal, <laughs> yeah, honestly, well, the yeah, the, the Rays kind of screwed the market up. Of all teams, <laughs> of all teams, um, Wilson Contreras yeah. found a new home. I, I do like the, the Cardinals. I, I do like the Tyone move, by the way. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, Contreras and the Cardinals five years, eighty-seven and a half million dollars. Mm. You like? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Love the move. Yeah, love it. Hard, love, to, love, hard love. to dislike it. Uh, Jose Quintana, two-year deal, twenty-six million with the Mets. Yeah or nay? Nay. Fuck the Mets. Uh, objectively, yay. <laughs> um, Brandon Nimmo, eight years, Rob. $162 million. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When I saw this on the rundown, I thought it was a typo by you, but you you confirmed that it is $162 million. Sheesh. You like it? Ugh. Uh, I'm conflicted. <laughs> That's a good way of putting I'm it. I'm <laughs> conflicted. I have, uh, I have two thoughts, and uh, I will share them tomorrow. Actually, I should write them down. Gosh, yeah, right. In the meantime, um, no. I mean, good. I guess he can stay there, but no, I don't like the. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. Uh, David yeah, Robertson, like one year, ten million with the Mets. This is kind of twofold because he leaves the Phillies and also goes to the Mets. Gross. Yeah, I like it. Because we can just smack him around when he eventually gives <laughs> up runs. Fair. Uh, it's a good move. Veteran. Okay. Um, Boston. Mm. They signed former Braves closer Kenley Jensen to a two-year, $32 million contract. You like it? Confusing. I'm not mad at it. I like it. No, I like it for I like it for them. I'm just confused at their direction. Uh, Boston, no, they all love the place. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, Boston also signs Masataka Yoshida. He is one of the two big Japanese players who have been posted this offseason. Um, mm-hmm. When you are posted, you the, the team that signs you has to pay a fee to the team that um, that relinquished you in the first place. So I forget which team he played for. But Boston, it's a five-year deal, $90 million, in addition to a $15 million posting fee that they have to pay to the Jesus. club that, that let him go. So basically, Boston is paying five years, just over $100 million. Um, the other big name is Kodai Senga, whose name has been rumored with the, uh, a couple different teams, the Mets most prominently. But uh, do you like it or not? Uh, I like it. I mean, they have to do something. Yeah, they, they had to, I like somebody it. had to take the money. Yeah, right. Blood money. 
Um, Cleveland Guardians signed Josh Bell. Two years, $33 million. Yay or nay? Probably my favorite move of the offseason. Likewise. I like that move. Yeah, Josh Bell. Good for both I love Josh Bell. Um, Philly signed Trey Turner. 11 years, $300 million. A full no trade clause. Uh, yay or nay? Love the no trade clause. Hate the, the contract. Love the player. Hate Other the contract. Hate the circumstances. I want a career. Yeah. Uh, he, he's another guy. He had three hundred forty-two million dollars on the table from San Diego. He turned it down to come to Philly, <laughs> which uh, also kills my my viral tweet where I said players are not turning down more money to come eat pretzels and go up the rocky steps when apparently they are. <laughs> uh, the Phillies signed a uh, right-handed pitcher Taiwan Walker, four years, seventy-two million dollars per Jeff Passan. Uh, same thing as before. Uh, love the player, hate the deal. Not mad at it, yeah, so that's fine. I'll keep it at that. Uh, they also signed Matt Strom to your deal, fifteen million per Jeff Passan, relief pitcher. Kind of is what it is. Eh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, who cares? We need pitching, so yeah, he, he's Brad Hand's replacement. And uh, last thing, uh, former Philly Kyle Gibson signs a one-year deal with the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah or nay? Yeah, I like it. Rubber arm. They need a guy like that. I like it too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he did his time here again he, tomorrow. He was, he was good here. And again, tomorrow we'll go in more in depth with the signings yeah. and whatever else breaks, like Correa yeah. or, or uh, I, mean, I, have a, I have a lot of thoughts on Judge. I have a lot of thoughts on DeGrom. I have a couple thoughts on Verlander. The, the Bogarts thing I, I really want to look into. Uh, there's a couple other players that I would have rather had than who the Phillies got, so we'll talk about that too. Uh, but in yeah, the interest of time and keeping people's attention, we're going to move on to uh, Thursday Night Football Week 14. The thrilling Yikes. Raiders and Rams game, as we all predicted. Um, what a <laughs> what a friggin' slobber knocker this was. Um, so the Ra- the Raiders win seventeen sixteen after being six point favorites and heavy wrong, favorites. Wrong, on the- wrong, wrong, wrong. Rams, I'm sorry. The Rams, Rams win. win. The Rams win. Uh, <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't get my crappy quarterbacks um, figured out. No, 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 no. Not the Raiders. <laughs> the Rams. So the Raiders the Raiders lose at home in the Rams building. Um, yes. <laughs> there, there was there was actually more Raiders fans there. You, you were right about that. Because it, it's it's closer to Oakland, and it's farther away from people that care about the Rams. Um, over-under was 44.5, so it hit the under. Rams were plus 210 on the money line. They hit the plus 6. Um, Baker Mayfield taking over the second series of the game for the Rams uh, for John Walford or whatever the guy's name is. Um, he mm-hmm. started pretty slow. He made a couple nice plays, scrambled for a uh, first down, and uh, hit a couple plays. Felt like the entire game, all that they did was hand the ball off and, and do play action bootlegs where Baker was running to his left, and um, it, it, it kind of worked. So I I, I, I I got bored, turned it off, and then as you were texting me, I saw a tweet from uh, I think it was Rappaport saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, uh, something like just Baker Mayfield or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Let me put it on." By the time I put it on, um, the uh, what's it called? Uh, car through an interception and the game is over. So Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while that, while you were not watching, I literally walked into the home to the house. My dad's yeah. watching it. We basically bridged I'm the gap. Seeing, yeah, I'm seeing the Raiders. All they needed was a first down and they win the game out because there's no timeouts left. Yeah. They don't get it. He doesn't go for it on fourth down. Punts it. AJ Cole, the punter for the Raiders pins them inside the five. You're thinking, all right, they're done. Second or third play f- from the line, Baker throws an interception, but it's called back because of holding. Then uh personal foul 
after the play, number 90 of the Raiders slaps the ball out of Baker's hands. That gives a 15-yard penalty. And then the white boy that's not cup and Ben Jefferson made two giant catches. <laughs> yeah, they grew a new <laughs> Whatever his name is. Basically, he gets him down to the, the field. What the Astros did with uh, Pena and Correa is what the Rams are in the process of doing with uh, Ben Skoranek and Cooper Cup. Successfully, right? Just taking his DNA and creating a new guy. Yeah, right. So now there's four Variant. Paul brothers. <laughs> and then he gets him down the field, Baker Mayfield, with momentum on their side. Raiders, all they had to do was just get a stop. That's yeah, it. Mind you, the Rams had no timeouts, and there were about two minutes left, and they had to go, what, 97 yards? And Baker was Less pretty, than a minute left, pretty yeah. ineffective the entire game. I, I think before that drive, he was oh, yeah. right around a 50% completion percentage. Pure shite, yeah. yeah. And like you said, he was, I, either he handed off, uh, checked down Poppy, or basically uh, play action fake, and it yeah. worked all the way down to a touchdown. They won 17-16. Pretty good. And then game. obviously, as you mentioned, first play with 10 seconds left for Carr, he throws an interception dead in the middle of the field. In the middle of the field, Rob. It wasn't even a, a Hail Mary. It was in the middle yeah, of the field. I think it was Taylor Rapp who intercepted it. Ten yards. It was a first down if he caught it, but no timeout, so it was dead. Dang, yeah, what, what a waste of a season for the Raiders. They had so much to build on from last year, and they just wait. They've, they've flushed it down the toilet. Dude, you think uh, Derek Carr another year in? Yeah. I mean, granted, you don't have Waller and Renfro, but that's unexcusable. Well, he had Waller and Renfro when the season started, and they were still well, losing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, unexcusable. Yeah. And then you have your best friend, Devontae Adams. Can't really do anything with that. Yeah. Uh, you have Josh Jacobs What's in a contract year. In theory, from last year to this year, they didn't really lose anybody. They went from – well, they, obviously, they lost rugs for, you know, the stuff that happened there. But they didn't really yeah. lose anybody. They, they, uh, they cut Jonathan Abram a few weeks ago, but – in the offseason, in theory, they go from a, a special teams coordinator being their head coach, albeit a guy that we both agree should still be there in uh, Rich Masasha. And they bring in... The players wanted him. Yeah, they bring in a perennial loser in Josh McDaniels who's never won as a head coach anywhere. And he actually quit on the last job he had as a head coach, which actually yeah. led to Frank Reich leaving, leaving the Eagles. But um, So they bring in Josh McDaniels, who I was actually surprised left New England. I thought for sure he was staying... And to be Belichick's, you know, the next guy's successor. Um, now you got Judge and Patricia there. Um, so as you can tell, that's blowing up like oil and water being mixed. Um, <laughs> and Patricia but, is the offensive coordinator. But Carr had such a great year last year. I feel like a lot of people kind of had him as a dark horse for MVP this year. Yeah, they declined the option on Jacobs. They bring in Zamir White from Georgia, who had a really good couple seasons there, won a t- national title last year. Jacobs is running like a man possessed. And they bring in, they don't do much. They had, they still had um, Renfro. They bring in uh, Devontae Adams, arguably the best receiver in the league. And the team got worse. And it's not like they gave away roster players to get him. They gave away draft picks to get him. And sure, they signed him to a huge contract. And they lost guys like um, like Brian Edwards or whatever. But they and Waller getting hurt sucks. But like the team is just terrible. Like there's they're playing so uninspired. They don't look the same. And I know that. Part of the reason they were so good last year was Gruden. So losing him also sucks from a football standpoint. But I'll, yeah, off the field stuff, you know, in a different category. But Gruden had them playing well. He had them in a playoff spot, and then Basasha got him there. And Carr was phenomenal last year. He hasn't necessarily taken a step backwards, but there's just something off about them. They they feel like the Clippers tell. almost. Yeah, you can tell that they are not playing 
hard or well for Josh McDaniels. He yeah. whatever he does, he does not control that room. That locker room is disarray after tonight. They had the game one. Yeah. Baker Mayfield off waivers. Doesn't know the playbook for, at all. This is a third day on the Rams. And comes in and comes back and wins it on the road slash home game. Craziness. <laughs> yeah. True. What a craziness. I, I, you I, had a home field advantage basically as a Raiders and you I, still I, find a way to lose it. I have questions. Jalen Ramsey. Uh, th- this kind of falls into the Patricia and the Sirianni school of um, <laughs> a- aesthetically displeasing things. Yeah. What are you doing wearing a tinted visor indoors? <laughs> Here we go. The tinted visor was only cool when Michael Vick wore it, and that's something I will take to my grave. Yeah. He's the only guy that got away yeah. with it, and it looked cool. Oh, no. Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, LT can, yeah, he can do it. LT. Yeah, that's fair. But it, it doesn't look cool. The only two who can do yeah, it. When you're a corner, that's not good anymore. It's it's kind of hard to, to justify. Yeah, you're looking crazy. The clear visor looks now. really cool. I think the, the clear visor, for, it, it saves you from getting, you know, friggin' turf Stuff in the, the eye. And, you know, any yeah. type of, like, fingers to the eye. And it looked cool. The, the, the tinted visor looks stupid, especially when you're getting cooked. So, <laughs> I don't know. Jalen Ramsey, I think maybe part of the reason the Rams were so bad this year is Jalen Ramsey wears the tinted visor. That's a fair point. Especially indoors. That I don't understand. Like, I get, I get it. And, you know, if you're in, say, Miami. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's right? a, I'm sure there's a benefit to it when you're playing in a, in a climate like Miami or Tampa or whatever, or San Francisco. But indoors? Mm, yeah. I, I guess the lights are too bright for him. Nevertheless, yeah, you can't uh, play well Josh McDaniels. Yeah, Josh McDaniels. What, yeah. What, yeah, explain it to me. I don't know. Do you think he makes it through next year? No way. I think no way. I think he gets two years and that's it. I think he gets one. I think Carr's, Carr's yeah. probably done. Yeah, there's a good chance. I mean, the Raiders, I don't know what their draft situation looks like, but uh, there are some good quarterbacks in the draft this year and some guys that people think are good. you got Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud. Um, I would imagine Stetson Bennett comes out. Um, Bryce Young, uh, Will Will Levis. There's going to be yeah, quarterbacks. Right. Um, I think next year is when Caleb Williams comes out. So maybe the Raiders tank it next year. But then you're wasting a year of you know, 100 and some odd million dollar contract he gave to uh, – Devontae Adams. I don't know if they're going to pay Jacobs. They have a lot of decisions they got to make this offseason. Max Crosby's getting paid a bunch of money. They got to figure something out. They gave they signed they also signed Chandler Jones in the offseason too. Another player that was it, it theoretically brought in to help them get to the next level. And they're just they don't look they don't look the part. I'm telling you, Josh Daniels just sucks, as you mentioned before. Yeah, there, there's he just something, sucks as a head coach. Yeah, there's something off about him. He he on the sidelines, he looked crazy. I think like, he's, a, he, he's a coordinator. Had them inspired. Yeah, he's a coordinator. Yeah, life I don't think he's a, a head. And there's nothing wrong with being a good coordinator that is not a good coach. Uh, Mike Zimmer, great example, great defensive coordinator, terrible head coach. Dan Quinn, amazing defensive coordinator, can't be the head coach anywhere. Even Adam Gase was a decent coordinator, horrible coach. Kubiak, good coordinator, bad head coach. Um, Wade Phillips, g- great defensive coordinator, horrible head coach. Um, Vic Fangio, one of the best defensive coordinators in football, couldn't command the entire team. Josh McDaniels could be a good offensive coordinator and not a good head coach, but he should probably – I think this is probably his last gig as a, as a head coach if it doesn't work out, at least for a while. For sure. At least for a while. It all hinges on, what happens, with, to... it hinges on what happens with Belichick, though. 
True. But do you go to college, try that out? But then again, I, I guess we'll see. I mean, it worked out for Harbaugh. He can't do men. He he can't control men. He just sucks. Yeah, I don't know. He can't control the room. Maybe it, for college kids, possibly. It worked for Harbaugh, but I don't know if it's going to work for everybody. Harbaugh's different. I think he's in a good spot though, because I'm reading here. I'm trying to see the GM for the Raiders, and apparently he's just they just got him. Uh, well, Dave yeah. Ziegler. Well, they, Ziegler. They dumped uh, Mayock last year, so. Yeah. And, well, Gruden was the and GM, then, wasn't he? Nah, it I, was Mayock. I, well, Mayock was, but I think Gruden had say in. Um, Oh yeah, and like personnel and things like that. I'm looking at it. They're tied. Not only are is uh, Dave Ziegler and McDaniel's tied to the hip, obviously they're together. But yeah. I read here on let me see the article on Raiders.com. Oddly <laughs> enough, Ziegler was college teammates with Josh McDaniel. Oh, so so he's, go figure. He's gonna get plenty of rope. Yeah, yeah. they're married. Yeah, it, it's Derek weird. Carr is the odd man out now. Yeah, I was gonna say Carr is probably the guy that's odd man out because usually it's coach quarterback. And you have to make someone's got to be the scapegoat. And if, if it's not the GM who's just got there, it's probably not going to be your coordinators Carr. who also are pretty you know, new. It's not going to be McDaniels after a year. I think Carr might be on the way out, but I don't know what landing spot makes the most sense for him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's another time for, yeah. for another day. Life but would come full circle seeing... if he went to his, his brother's old team in Houston, though. Lovey Smith there, too. Yeah. But um, maybe if last Jones thing... doesn't work out, maybe he goes to the Giants. I mean, last thing, like, yep. you guys gave up the touchdown, gave up the lead within with 10 seconds left. First play after the giving up the lead, yeah. you throw 10 yards down the field, middle of the field, and get picked off. Derek Carr, you got to do better than that. Was that, on, was that on Carr or was that just a bad play? Because I didn't see it. I, I have to look at it again. I don't think he was, like, flustered. Mm-hmm. Like, the one pick in the red zone – he got dinked as he threw it, so yeah. it, it was a, like a lame duck into the end zone. So yeah. I get well, that. Those but... plays like that, you can't blame on the quarterback necessarily. But at least not. But the fully. thing is, like, but the thing is, as a play caller and as a quarterback, you know the severity. You have to heave it. Everyone knows you got to just heave it. Yeah. Or just because they had sixteen band. seconds left, right? Ten seconds. Oh, it was ten seconds. That's it. Oh, okay. And then you just drop back and throw it in the middle of the field, and it gets picked off. You got to do better than that. Yeah, man. definitely. He's not playing inspired either. There was a really interesting like, play that I up. saw Sunday. Uh, we'll get to it in a second when we do the um, the highlights. But uh, in case, do we have this game on there? Uh, okay, yeah. We, all right, so we do have the game on there that I want to talk about. There was a really, really fascinating play that I saw on Sunday that I want to talk about. So right. if we're going to jump into Sunday, I'll touch on that when we I get mean, to that game. I mean, yeah. Oh, wait, Let's jump right it. into it. <laughs> uh, week 13 we'll do the week, two, week 13 uh, review highlights um, coming into this Rob and I have been keeping score weekly we pick uh, winners and losers or winners obviously for each week and so far coming into week 13 I was 130 wins 97 losses give me a 57% and two ties well, win percentage <laughs> and two ties yes well one tie and then after yeah, obviously oh yeah, you're right, this right, week right. Two ties. Um, Rob's only five games behind me, and Rob's been creeping slowly but surely as the weeks go on. I think on. I went, better what, better. I go 10 and four this week? You went eight and six? I think you went, yeah. I'm, I, I think I'm I, just kind of staying in middle of the pack yeah, now. I had a two-win advantage on the week, so I think I'm three behind you for the season. Uh, we both I had the Raiders finally, today, though, so shows that we know. Unfortunately. Well, I mean, they would have won. Yeah, it would have been nice. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's weird. It was a fishy um, line. Seven points of the Rams felt weird, especially at home. 
I, the line itself, I mean, if you're a betting road. man, it made a lot more sense to take the points. But the um, well, yeah, basically on the road. But in the home <laughs> locker room, living if you live in the area, you're staying. You're sleeping in, in nice own, LA. Yeah, you sleep in your own bed. Um, yeah, right. That stadium looks um, like a nightmare to get to. By the way, looks like there's like highways all the way around it. Like that doesn't look like a that's fun a, place. Basically, all California is yeah, that, highways. That's stupid honestly. and wildfires. <laughs> they probably took four hours just to get to the game. Sure. Now four hours to leave it. All right, talk to me about uh, um, Russell Wilson's bathroom to touchdown ratio. I mean, you brought this to my attention, and I got I don't know the TikToker's name as well, but he either. also brought this to this my attention. This guy looks miserable. But apparently, but apparently, people have been comparing 12 bathrooms Russell Wilson has in his home to the number of touchdowns he has this season. Coming into week 13, bathrooms has 12. Russell Wilson has eight touchdowns. So will that change in week 13? Well, the Ravens. And the Broncos happened, and unfortunately, Lamar Jackson got injured early in that game. This was the slot fest bowl of the year. I mean, if you had the the under, you must be running to the bank because this was a gross game. This was the ugliest watch. football game I've ever seen. This is uh, Tyler Huntley came in. Yeah. Oh yeah, Taylor, Huntley, Tyler. Huntley, by Huntley the way, came is good. In. He's good. He's basically like a great value, Lamar Jackson. So I was actually talking about this with a uh, coworker of mine. Um, Go for it. So when when he plays, and I don't mean to compare the black quarterback to another black quarterback, which I know is like mm-hmm. a thing that sometimes happens in the media. When he plays, he plays a lot like Lamar does. Like his mechanics are very similar, his approach is very similar, the way he runs is pretty similar. And then my mm-hmm. coworker mentioned that when Brock Purdy came in for Garoppolo, Purdy's mechanics were like the same as Garoppolo. And when Garoppolo was in New England, Garoppolo looked a lot like um, what's his name Brady. Brady. And when yeah. C, when CJ Beathard played and Nick Mullins played for the uh, the Niners, they both almost look like Garoppolo. I wonder if teams just like implement a system and they say what that guy's doing, just do exactly what he does. Like if um if Brady were to get hurt, whoever his backup is in Tampa, I wonder if he will have like the same drop back, the same everything as Brady, and try to just run the offense the same way. Because Taysom Hill, when he throws the ball, almost looks like Drew Brees sometimes. Not like as good as Drew Brees, but like his mechanics sure. and everything. Yeah. Like the quick drop, the throw with like your head up a little bit. Like he almost looks like him. I wonder I mean, sometimes. And I don't know. I, I just wonder if teams are teaching it that way because I've, I had a couple of times when Red Zone showed this game and I was like, oh, cool. Jackson's back. And it's Huntley scrambling or Huntley making a beautiful throw over the middle. I'm like, oh, okay. That's not actually Jackson. But it's just the way I he mean, plays looks so similar to him. I think there's something to be said. I don't think they're telling the backup to emulate the sorry. I think they're just looking for the similar mechanics and just not trying to change anything because who is it? Matt Ryan, right, for example, started for the Colts. He gets benched. Next guy got up isn't a scrambling quarterback. Yes, Ellinger. Um, Carson Wentz as well starts. Taylor Haneke isn't – he's just a better version at this point yeah. than Carson Wentz. And then our backup, let's just say, yeah. Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal, MVP. But the backup is Gardner Minshew, and he's similar. He can kind of scramble. He yeah. can kind of do his own thing. He can kind of take over a game if he gets hot. I mean, I think there's something to be said about that. I think the last time there was a drastic change was uh, Alex Smith and Kaepernick. Oddly enough, that's the only one that can come to mind. The most dra- well, Alex Smith um, is more of a drop back. Well, going from Brady to Cam Newton, certainly a, a, a difference that too. in New England. And uh, even go from going Cam to Mac Jones was a pretty big difference. Um, that's true, that's true, that's true. There, there was also the the weird... Oh, um, Tua. 
Tua and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick and Tua were very different. Fitz was very just like throw it everywhere. Tua was kind of more check it down, just throw it short. Definitely something to be said about that. Um, But that was an ugly game. But yeah, uh, 10-9 was the final. Yeah, and Russell Wilson still has eight bathrooms, or sorry, 12 bathrooms to eight touchdowns. So this poor TikTok guy is going to have to keep making videos. Hey, he's making money off of it. (laughs) Next up, we had a tie in the Meadowlands. Uh, The Washington Commanders trailing all game long. They tie with the New York football Giants. The Giants, this feels more like a loss for the Giants than it does like a win for the Commanders, but it certainly kind of worked out that way. Um, Giants had to lead the whole game, and the Commanders kept kind of coming back, kind of coming back. Every time I saw this on Red Zone, it was Commanders are backed up in their own end. They just got a punt. Giants couldn't score. Giants couldn't distance themselves from the Commanders and are still on pace to be the first NFC team to ever make the playoffs without a win of more than eight points, which is crazy to me. Do you have any takeaways from this game? Not really. I mean, I think heading in, this was the matchup to see, all right, can they separate who's good in this division? This was supposed to be the game where we figured out which team is actually better. Now we don't know still. (laughs) We still don't know. And oddly enough, the Cowboys could be probably the most dangerous team in that division, and yet yeah. the Eagles are the one with the eleven and one. Yeah, there's a crazy. chance the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. Honestly, it's just insane. Yeah. Um, next on the list, um, my Bengals and Joe Burrow are Mahomes' daddy, and yes, he shut off the radio. <laughs> Rob is just sitting there, turns off the mic, turns off the camera, doesn't want to hear anything I have to say. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear the fact that Joe Burrow is elite, as he puts on his headphones. Joe Burrow elite. He's now three and zero against Patrick Mahomes. Super. <laughs> He's three and zero against the Chiefs defense. And <laughs> Mahomes. He's the only quarterback that can boast a record that good against Mahomes, though. For what it's worth. Exactly. What was that? The only quarterback, not the second, not the third. The only one of one. Kind of the, the Bengals. I think that's have because uh, Brady has only beaten him twice. Actually, no. But Brady <laughs> beat him. Th- uh, Brady's three and one against uh, three and two against him now. Uh, what do you make about this game, though? Do you think this is what everyone's? I guess the media is trying to do is pin them as the next great rivalry. I guess, which is not really a rivalry. It's well, three and zero at the moment. I think it. Well, yeah, it's almost like the Penn State Temple rivalry. I think it's honestly uh, the the corner on the. Um, on the Chiefs that kind of put his foot in his mouth. Uh, oh, yeah. When he pretended T. Higgins wasn't any good. T. Higgins is a phenomenal receiver. Um, I think this, Higby. <laughs> I'm hoping they called him Higby. I, I'm hoping this is um, is actually the next big AFC rivalry. I think you're more likely to see this become the big AFC kind of clash versus Herbert and Burrow, which is what I think a lot of people are hoping for. Or like, uh, or, you know, Tua Burrow. This is fun. And um, Burrow, leave it to him to be carried by Samaj Pirine to a big win. Um, listen, <laughs> and Jamar Chase went off. Yeah, he did it without mixing. So, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to them. Um, Mahomes did have a really cool touchdown though, where he kind of like dunked on the defense. So I, I didn't see did much he? of this game. I saw the very end of it. We were at Kozier's Christmas Village, and we left like right around the end of the ones, so we missed a lot of the fours on Sunday. But I saw the highlights. Mm-hmm. Mahomes had a really cool like Air Jordan touchdown, and um, I believe Kelsey fumbled. It was like oh. there was a ball that was like wrestled out of his hands, which kind of cost them the game. We had just gotten Yikes. to the restaurant that we went to um, after the Christmas thing, as this game was wrapping up, and um, we saw the handshake. We saw Kelsey with the sad look on his face, 
Mahomes kind of looked distraught. I think this may put to bed the um, the idea that Mahomes deserves MVP over Hurts because I think they they value record and um, conference placement so much in these um, in these award Oops. things that I mean yeah. if the Eagles finish the season you know whatever seven, fifteen and two it's hard to give it to Mahomes who finishes probably thirteen and four. True, true, true. And speaking of those Eagles, Rob, how about Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown? Well, this was a lock. Uh, AJ Brown two touchdowns on his former team, and then the next day the GM of the Titans gets fired. So, um, <laughs> quite the game. This was um, this was a tough game for the Eagles. Haven't played anybody crowd because this is a somebody, and they they pretty much bullied the Titans all all game long. I mean, did I tell you? Have I not been saying Ryan Ryan Tannehill is trash? I've been saying it from the mountaintops. And there you go, against the Eagles, looking like garbage, straight yeah. garbage. Yeah. Now, did you know about the the GM and uh, Mike Rabel so, being visibly upset? The video just leaked. Well, I, I know Rabel was upset, and I'm pretty sure that yeah. video had, did kind of circulate. I didn't realize it was that big of an issue in-house. Because exactly. basically what they said is, we're going to get three years of, of A.J. Brown on a cheap deal, trade him, and then replace him with another A.J. Brown and Traylon Burks. He was a pretty good player, but he's not AJ Brown. And it, you could see, touchdown, by the way, yeah, he's a good player. Um, you can see Vrabel was upset about that move. And I apparently, um, is it true that that move was not signed off on by uh, by ownership? I can't confirm or deny. I, I I feel like I saw a report about the GM doing that behind ownership's back, which is well, also this was the game to do it. It's the game to get fired after too. So um, they <laughs> he was in the the owners box or whatever, or in the press box. And there's a video of Eagles fans turning around and thanking him for AJ Brown after AJ scored the second touchdown. I love Philadelphia fans. <laughs> I mean, class is always, baby. Class yeah. is always. Uh, next, <laughs> this was a week ago, well, but the Raiders the win again. Four days. Yeah, right. They, they won the, the woulda, coulda, shouldas. Yeah, the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Almost there, <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. Man, what a fall from grace. Granted, everyone's injured on the, that team. Uh, the Chargers are they're the uh, the Los Angeles Jesus. yeah buts. They every week they're the Clippers. Yeah, they, yeah, but um, so this is the thing I want to talk about. At the end of this game, the mm-hmm. Chargers were going down the field on their final drive. They they mm-hmm. had a brilliant hook and ladder play. I don't know if you saw this, but um, but Herbert Herbert hit Keenan Allen like at like where the numbers are. They didn't have any timeouts left, and they ran a perfect hook and ladder. He hooked it. To the, he went to the inside. Here comes Eckler. Whoop. Boom. He gets that. The outside gets out of bounds, and then, like, the next play, whoever gets the ball doesn't get out of bounds. But the oh, the Chargers, man, they are just destroyed by injuries. Like, I know. And that, their coach. I, I know that's the yeah, but. But there, there was a video I saw on TikTok. The, the Raiders played man coverage almost the entire game on the Chargers, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And when the game mattered, when it was not cut in time, Chargers go to a, a four-receiver set, and they send all four guys deep, and they do basically um, uh, curl routes where they get to the sticks mm-hmm. and they curl inward. You, you don't run that against man. You run that against zone. In man, you want to run away from pl- from the guys into space. And I think that's partially on Herbert to make the, you know a difference at the line, a different Three. play call at the line. And also on Staley and the offensive coordinator to see that and – I don't know. I don't have any faith in Brandon Staley. Dude, 
I think what kill I think they're still like reeling from <laughs> week seventeen last year where if they just didn't call a timeout, they'd I, be in the playoffs. How do you trust your coach after that? <laughs> I, I would not. Everyone on the field and everyone watching knew they should just go to a tie. They'll both get in. Nope. We're going to try to go for the win. And then we had to watch Roethlisberger one more week. Uh, next up, the Lions. <laughs> yeah, the Lions destroyed Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Trevor Lawrence actually got hurt and uh, came oh. back. He was, um, he was a, I believe, a limited participant in practice today. Um, he got hurt and then came oh, back into the game. Uh, Lawrence looks good, but it's the results are not um, are not matching. Translating, the, yeah, it's not translating at all. Clemson and the Lions. I think their their process the last few weeks has been um, kind of over overshooting the outcome. The outcomes have not matched what the processes looked like, and I think they were bound for one of these to happen. And good for them. Jared Goff looked yeah. pretty good for sure, um, and. Goff, I think you can say he's a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, I mean he's consistent. Oh, by the way, starting uh, buddy of mine made this uh, made this point today. Uh, Baker Mayfield is now the fourth number one overall quarterback that um, that McVay has coached in his short time there. McVay's been there since 2017. He had um, he had Goff, Stafford, Robert Griffin the third. Technically, if you want to count him as like a number two, he was number two. Yeah, RG three. RG three was there for a cup of coffee, and now. Um, now he's got Baker Mayfield. So this is the third number one overall pick exactly. Fourth top two pick that he's coached. <laughs> so. Hey, he took golf basically to deep in the playoffs. Yeah. He got Stafford a ring. RG3 was yeah. a couple coffee. Here's something and I want Baker to Mayfield out. looks like rejuvenated. Yeah, who knows? Um, the red zone guy, Scott Hansen, on, um, on Sunday said that Jared Goff took the Rams to a Super Bowl. I want to clarify mm-hmm. that the Rams took Jared Goff to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah, the defense for sure. He was just he was just lucky to be there. So yeah, let's not get, a game let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, Bill Cosby um, returned. Next. Yes, Bill Cosby returned, and I don't know if this maybe you can we can fact check this later on, but I've never seen a player his first game after two years of absence is against his old team. His last game was played for that team and loses. Yeah, anyway, that was the game Cosby lost plays. to the Chiefs, right, in the playoffs? Yeah, and then he cried, wanted more money, and then off, obviously the off-the-field stuff kind of... disappeared, started touching girls. Took a, yeah, so Cosby uh, plays and gets his first win in nearly two years over the Texans, 27-14. He looked sloppy, as of course, yeah, off, you looked, know, two years rusty. off the field. And obviously the, the off-the-field stuff. Um, I didn't see any of this game. I saw I too wondered, much of it. Jesus. All right. Can you speak to this? Because I know we talked about it last week. Did they? Did you think they mentioned or even show the cameras of the um, ele- the accusers who so said they would be in attendance? I was only watching on Red Zone. I don't think the announcers said anything. Oh. If they did, it was probably the beginning. But uh, Scott Hansen on Red Zone did mention the sexual misconduct suspension. So at least Good somebody fun. had the balls to say something. Um, Good. The, the offense looked out of rhythm for the most part. Chubb was phenomenal, as he always is. And uh, the defense was great. They had a, I believe they had three defensive touchdowns, or they they had two defensive touchdowns and a special team touchdown. They had a punt return, a fumble return, and a pick six. Um, Granted, it's against so Travis. What is Mills? Davis Mills. Uh, well, this one was. Um, short, I don't even but... think this was Mills. This was. Um, Ooh. This was. I think Kyle Allen was the starter for Houston in this game. Mm. Uh, the the Browns defense got me thirty three points in one of my fantasy matchups. <laughs> they were my <laughs> highest scoring player. But I, I think <laughs> I think it's going to come with time for Watson. If the Browns keep winning, they have an outside chance to really sneak into the playoffs. I think the Raiders, the book is kind of closed on them. 
But I think if anybody's going to take that seventh spot from the Jets, I think it's either going to be the Browns or maybe even the Steelers in the AFC. New England could be an outside? New England if they hire an offensive coordinator. <laughs> or Belichick just takes over. Belichick this says this is ridiculous. I, one of my other kids is going to do this. <laughs> what have we got next? Uh, the, the Bears blow a lead. Um, Aaron Rodgers comes back and beats oh, him. Yeah. Bears were in the lead the entire game. Rodgers does the thing. Rodgers looks a little bit too much like Hitler. Um, did you see that photo? Yes. Yeah, so so <laughs> his hair is Hitlerish, and he did a salute, but he held it way too long, and it, it was kind of <sighs> creepy. But um, Rodgers, it almost sounded like in his post game interview, like this might be the last time he beats the Bears in Chicago, because he he, he loves he kept he saying, flourishes. I just got to keep reminding them here. <laughs> Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, next up, I mean, um, the how about the Jets? The my New York Jets this might have been their best game. Honestly, uh, they, they would have won this game. Yeah, they, they, I think a, a month ago, this team doesn't. Uh, two months ago, this team doesn't even sniff a win. But um, th- this Jets team has a has courage, man. And you were saying uh, Coach Sala was pretty, pretty much on the hot seat all of a sudden, and then boom, they turned it around. Well, in, in the beginning of the season, I thought he he's maybe a hot seat guy because this was year was this year two for him, year three. Two. I think it's two, year three. two, what? yeah. But I, he made he made a gutsy decision going to Mike White, and Mike White looks like the real deal. Maybe I'm not the, like the real deal in that sense, but like at Honestly. least for them, he's the guy. It works. Yeah, it works for them. Yeah, it yeah works. exactly. He looks um, um, an alarmingly. Um, he looks alarmingly similar to Joey Gallo, which doesn't bode well for his time in New York. Yikes. If you if you if you Google Mike White, I'll pull up a picture for you. Um, <laughs> Mike White looks a lot like Joey Gallo, but like he's like if if somebody were playing Joey Gallo in like a sitcom, <laughs> they would cast him, Mike White. Yeah, <laughs> Joey Gallo. But uh, oh wait, Joey Gallo, the baseball player. Yeah, Joey Gallo. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Who do you think I was talking about? Mike White. Dude, it took me a minute. My brain was processing. It's late. It's late. Mike White. Let me Google this guy. He's he's Joey Gallo. Look at this. Yeah. Yeah, I I see it. New York Yankees Joey Gallo. Yeah, 100%. Good job by the Vikings closing out this game. Jets made it close. Almost got back in it. Uh, This was probably the best game on paper in the early – on Sunday, maybe maybe uh, Eagles Titans, but um, honestly, next up, I didn't see much of this one. Seattle um, defeating the Rams in the Rams Stadium, but like kind of as the home team. Uh, the Rams, yeah, right. the Rams were in you know are in peril. If they didn't win today, they were they were in big big trouble. But well, yeah, if they lost tonight on Thursday night, they would have been mathematically I, eliminated. Oh, with would the they have? Okay, yeah, same record, three and ten. Gotcha. Uh, next, uh, the mid game of the Ugh. of the week: Pittsburgh versus Falcons. Pittsburgh defeats Falcons. I don't even know the score. I just wrote. I think it was Pittsburgh uh, defeats Falcons mid. It was nineteen sixteen Pittsburgh. I had over twenty one and a half Pittsburgh team total, <laughs> so I was uh, oh, I was right. pissed. Um, yeah, I, I think games that are indoors are just ugly. I, I can't watch Falcons games. And, uh, oh, and speaking of that, and Mariota may be on the um, the hot seat as well. Desmond Ritter, hot seat. He's benched. Oh, is he officially benched? He's officially benched oh, for the okay. rookie. I saw Desmond Ritter's name. Uh, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, that's, that should be some new life. I think that's offense. Arthur Smith also trying to cover his bum and not get fired. Say, hey, man, I may, I didn't draft this guy. Wait, isn't Arthur Smith the owner? 
No, Arthur Arthur Blank is the owner. Arthur Smith is the Arthur uh, Blank. Arthur Smith, uh, like dad, oh, like, founded FedEx. By the way, like <laughs> like really? he, yeah, he's related to the guy that just like owns FedEx. Is that what kind of sealed the deal to get the head coaching job? I guess I'm surprised he even does this for a living. <laughs> right. Honestly. Uh, next game. This game I thought was going to be more competitive than it ended up being. I 49ers versus Dolphins. I, I always I had a weird feeling about this, and I think I mentioned it on Friday. When it's when it's a head coach facing a guy who is newly a head coach that used to be an assistant for the the head coach that he's facing, I almost Usually always give the advantage to the head coach that has been that like the guy broke off of the tree from. I don't, that mm-hmm. sounds like a, like McDaniel coming from the Shanahan tree. Shanahan had the advantage the entire time because you know exactly how he thinks. Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. But just for some reason, I thought these two teams are pretty much. I thought on paper evenly matched. Yeah, I thought I mean, this was fans were pretty this red was the hot. Main event, yeah. And then Garoppolo unfortunately broken foot Ugh. out of the game, and then you brought it up to my attention, Mister Irrelevant Brock steps Purdy. in. Yeah, Brock Purdy. And the Four uh, ers don't miss a beat, suffocate the the Finns thirty three seventeen. Statement Iowa, win for the Forty ers Iowa State Cyclone block Brock Purdy. Um, three <laughs> different members of the organization said three different ways that this guy's got big ones. Um, uh, Shanahan said he's got big balls. Um, Kittle said he's got big cojones, and then later realized he's allowed to say balls. And Debo Samuel said he's got big nuts. So either this guy is really, really courageous, or he's just like genetically mutated, <laughs> or he's like Randy Marsh in that South Park episode where he put his balls in the microwave so he can get medical marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Solid reference. Next up, we have the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, the Cowboys destroying Yikes. the Colts in prime time. This was actually pretty sad. Um, this shocked me because I think it was seventeen sixteen. It was a close game. Last time I checked, it was a close game, like the third quarter, and all of a sudden the Cowboys just pulled away. I think. They, yeah, I get home, you texting me, it's a blowout. I'm yeah, like, how fifty four nineteen. Yeah, this is the difference. The Eagles take their starters out in these games. The Cowboys keep theirs in to pad their stats. 54-19 Cowboys. Um, show me a win against a real team. You haven't played anybody good. That's how this works, right? Ironically, right? When everyone's talking about the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> talking yeah. about Cowboys. Yeah, their and, best win it was but, against the uh, the Vikings, the 40-3 to game. Yeah, true. And last point, do you expect anything less than the Cowboys keeping their players? Didn't they do that to week 17 against us? Yeah. They were routing us, and next thing you know, we destroyed them. Game at the nothing. following week. Yeah, game at nothing. Yeah, right? Um, last one, Monday Night Football. Rob, Thomas, Edward, Brady brought the Bucks. Thomas, Edward, from Patrick, the dead. Brady brought the Bucks back from the dead. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, Patrick Brady. I um... brought the Bucks from the dead. In this snoozer of a game. I saw about five went total minutes of this game. What, I, the fourth quarter drive? I saw the last minute of the first half. <laughs> I saw the interception by DeMario Davis or whatever. something. DeMario Davis did something, and then the, the announcers talked about him for about five minutes. And then I actually turned this on right when the Godwin touchdown got called back. Um, I was watching the Sixers. I, I put money on the Rockets mid-game because I thought the Sixers had no chance of winning that game. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to turn this off because if they win, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> and so I turned it off, put this game on. They're on like the five yard line. Brady hits Godwin and it gets called back for a hold. And then he hits Rashad White. So, you know what? Of course, Brady Brady'd. Brady Brady. Good for them. Um, so then after all of this, Rob pulls in within four now. 
not five. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. one game in. So now you are behind four games. I think I think by season's end you might just overtake me at some point. I'm gonna have a stinker of a week where I'm just going to go like yeah, two, two wins. The New York Mets. <laughs> Damn. I am the New York Mets in real time. Maybe you're maybe you're the Yankees and you're just staving off the Rays at the very last minute of the season. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh God. I think I'll take that reference then over the Mets. The Mets is it's a historic collapse. <laughs> Hey, at least I didn't print out t-shirts. says Beast of the East. Whatever that nonsense was. Fucking garbage-ass team. The Mets have 80 anyway. million more committed to their players next year than the Phillies, by the way. How much? They have a $335 million payroll, I think it is. And that's $80 million more than the Phillies. Oh, gross. All right. Um, uh, last segment before we end the show, and obviously we give a teaser. Um, World Cup. So the World Cup knockout stage, Rob, has is complete. Actually, the, by the next time we record on Friday, there will be the quarterfinals. Right? Will, yes, quarterfinals will be start. Argentina and the Netherlands and another uh, team. Croatia, Brazil. So Croatia, Brazil might actually be happening while we're recording. And uh, Holland, still, yes, Argentina still, might be happening memory. right after. Yeah, it's a 1 p.m. Uh, game. Croatia, Brazil at 10 a.m. Netherlands, Argentina, 2 o'clock. Then Saturday, we got Morocco, Portugal. Followed by England, France. And then uh, we have Tuesday, Wednesday will be the semis. Saturday will be the third the third place game, and Sunday is the, uh, the final game. I can't wait. Um, I don't know how much of the World Cup you've watched, but I've been loving it. Now I've, that I have I, my new I've days watched off. as much as I can, but the times don't work out for me. Yeah, it's ten, ten kind and of two the middle of the day of or early. Spot. Yeah, I don't really care to watch the highlights because soccer highlights are just like the ball was kicked this direction. Now it's out. <laughs> <laughs> here's the goal the soccer at least could be three seconds long here's the goal of the game. well hopefully well hopefully i can give you my five minute highlight please do <laughs> of the knockout stage and i'm only gonna give you two uh matches uh rob if you didn't know the usa since you read all the 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 games they're out no surprise right uh they were balanced uh by the netherlands 3-1 i think that's good i think that's a mercy call because the last thing you want is messy and argentina just destroying you so might as well get out now. I was pissed. I oh, turned this game on. The goal that the USA scored was actually really, really nice. Uh, it was it a little. Was. It was a good ball to the box, and the guy like kicked it backwards. It was actually pretty sick. It was. And then good. I jumped in the shower, came out, and they were down by three or down by two again. So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Fell asleep on defense, and then the second one, uh, Morocco wait, wait, t- time upset out, time Spain. Out. Did oh. the USA only bring three forwards to the competition this year? I, I read. You on, can argue they only brought two. I read on Twitter that they only had three forwards on the twenty-six man roster. How is it possible? It's the coach. I think it's his play style of like the formation. I think he's more heavy on the defense and mid. Didn't they just his midfielders fire, will be attackers? Didn't in they way. just fire the the U.S. coach, the Jurgen Klinsmann? Uh, about two the, cycles ago, yeah. Because this they, is like they missed, their freaking, they missed the World Cup last time. So, and also, he had a falling out with Landon Donovan. Oh, that guy with, so that, didn't, that Klinsmann guy never won anything anyway. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, trash. Uh, no worries. Uh, Morocco upset Spain. That's probably the upset of the entire tournament. Minus Saudi Arabia scoring and yeah. beating Argentina. Yeah, you texted me this about is this probably when the was one. and then Fireman Joe actually Dude. texted me this too. Really? Yeah. Dude, I pulled over. I was on my way to work, and I have it on my iPad just watching, and I'm like, no way. This is going to penalty. So I pull over, and Rob, I think I had it here. Maybe not. I think, if I can remember correctly, Spain historically are like one in four in penalties. Historically. <sighs> so obviously it goes to penalty. I'm like, Either you're going to continue this trend or you're going to break it. And boy, did they miss all 
three of their shots. Morocco makes the first two, gets one blocked, but then send it home with the third one. I have a, um, and it's all she wrote. I got three a question. Of, three out of five. Go for it. I have a question about penalties. Um, yeah. it, it feels like when I was younger, guys would go up and just try to bury the penalty kick. Like, yeah. run up and just like almost like a the soccer equivalent of like a slap shot or like a, a home run swing. Yeah. Nowadays, it feels like they run up, they stop, then they like look around, and then they like kick it kind of softly in a direction. Why is this? Yeah. Uh, misdirection and uh, get into the keeper's head because if he can, if you get the keeper to fully commit, obviously you just have to make your shot. Isn't Neymar like notoriously amazing at penalties? And he, he goes up and just kicks it. He doesn't go up and like. He he, I'm oh, he, gonna do sh- he, he stutters. I'm going to do a little dance. He stutters. Usually he just goes up and tries to bury it from, from what I've seen. Nah. He's 50 50. Like, okay. depends on the moment. He'll stutter, but otherwise, he'll go in there and just deliver it. But Messi's it, the same way. Messi doesn't stutter. Messi kind of just goes for it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I know that one of the prolific guys, whether it's Ronaldo, Messi, or Neymar, just goes up and just buries the ball. They don't go up there and do the little dance and cut back and forth. And maybe I'll kick it that way. The, the goal is 53 yeah. 55 million feet wide, just kicking in a direction. The goalie's not that tall. Um, yeah, that's true. I'll be honest with you. If I did penalty um, kicks, I'd probably go five for five against the goalie. Wait a minute. <laughs> Good one. Look at the peanut gallery. I, I would I would be great at penalty kicks. You know why? Why? Because ignorance is bliss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was a good one. I think I would be 0 and 5. I think I can bury one in. As Rob puts his camera down. <laughs> As he puts his camera down. Um, yeah, I think I would probably at least hit one penalty in there. I, I could probably hit Nevertheless, two. Nevertheless. Two out of five, I think, is fair. That's fair. If it's me behind it, you'll probably hit two. I think I could stop. Maybe. I'd probably miss the net on two of them. Unless you stutter step, then I might trip on my stutter step, I would, I would fall over. <laughs> but yeah, um, USA are bounced, and then Morocco upsets Spain, and then their uh, consolation prizes against... One against France? I'm not sure. I forget. Uh, Morocco gets to face. Um, now they get to get their butts kicked by Brazil, I'm pretty sure. Or, so or is you that defeat Korea? Spain. I forget who, you know, Croatia, Croatia gets to get their butts kicked by Brazil. Yikes. Yeah, that'll be um, poor bastards. But yeah, that's all I have. And then tomorrow we'll uh, talk about a little bit more about the quarterfinals. I think one will happen in real time as we're yeah, recording. One will happen at 10 Argentina. The Brazil game is at 10. And then Argentina's at one. Yeah, or uh, two, I believe. Uh, Croatia, Brazil is at uh, 10 a.m. Netherlands, Argentina is at two uh, two o'clock. Netherlands, Argentina, okay, Argentina's favorite. It always throws me off that the favorite is still plus money in soccer sometimes. It's wild. It's because you can bet a tie, I guess, right? Or bet a tie after 90. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean that's what happened. I think we had two, yeah, two couple, go to penalties. A couple of those, yeah. And I think the over under was two and a half. And I said, "Oh yeah, it's definitely going over two and a half." Clearly, I got my face. Yeah, good call. Yeah, right. Well, the right, penalty Ralph, kick still counts toward the the, uh, the total, right? No, 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 it's still zero zero. Okay, they just went on penalties. That's right. it. So episode ninety two, which is the next one, so this is Thursday night, very late. Friday, we will be doing episode 92. We're going to do a little bit more long-form analysis of um, of MLB free agency so far. Hopefully, something else mm-hmm. will have happened by then. 
maybe Correa signs, but at the same time, if we're recording 10 a.m., uh, the GM meetings were all in. Uh, well, the GM meetings are done actually. So I was going to say the GM meetings, everything that happened there was later in the day because they're on the West Coast. I think if anybody signs, it'll be later in the day anyway, just by nature. But um, hopefully something happens by then. Maybe Correa signs. Maybe a trade happens. We haven't had any trades in the offseason. Anything noteworthy anyway. That's true. Um, I mean, Bogarts broke last night in the middle of the night. Yeah, Bogarts was like one in one in the morning. So maybe something's going to happen as soon as we click the end. Um, Normally happens. We're also going to do our picks. And then we have a really cool segment that we thought of last week kind of on the fly. Um, it's going to be a kind of a top five, maybe a little bit more than five, depending on what the lists look like. But things that we either don't like or would change about sports, whether it be rules, um, just like in general about a sport, just maybe the culture of certain sports. But I have a fascinating list, and one of my things ties into what's been happening in the last few weeks. So I'm interested to see your take on it. I think some people have kind of agreed with me based on the feedback I've seen on Twitter and um, on um, on the radio. But I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how you feel about it. All right, for sure. I can't wait. I'll, I'm intrigued with your list more. I think mine is very basic. We, we definitely have universal. One, we have one thing that overlaps. We realized that before we started recording. Yes, 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 yes. I think the inception of the entire <laughs> top yeah, five. I totally forgot about it. I thought the inception was actually a soccer-related thing, but it turns out it was football. It might have been. Football. Oh, yeah, it was. Offsides. Yeah, offsides. <laughs> That's what I thought it was, but it, it turned into uh, the football thing. Both football. Football and football. Football. Right? Yeah. Football. All right. Uh, well, um, well, guys. Cristiano so, Ronaldo signs with Philadelphia oh. Union. Um, two, Are you two years, $100. Oh, uh, no. Oh, well, that's $100. Oh, God. Jesus. Look who's trending. John Heyman? Uh, the Tin Man himself. Oh, oh, he's actually played well. Never mind. Why is Ben Simmons trending? Lakers? Oh, he's trending because people said Brittany Griner looks like him. <laughs> All right. I think this is it. I think it's oh, late. Oh, my God. <laughs> it does kind of look like him. Yep, it's getting late. Yeah, it's getting late. Right. Um, now, speak, speaking of that, um, shout out to I guess Brittany Reiner. She got traded yeah. back to the U.S. We got fleeced. Um, <laughs> we got fleeced in the trade, but hey, she comes back home, and Victor goes back home to Russia. We we gave up a guy up. whose nickname is the Merchant of Death for BG. So a big. We traded a shooter for a big. Hey man, we got size now. Yeah, we got size. We got no no speed, no power. We lost all of our firepower. No. And no merchant at death, literally, right? They said that man fuels wars. If you're evil, that's like the more. coolest thing that could possibly be said about you. I might create a baseball player with that name. Why not? Merchant of death. be the show. Yes. Fair. Um, yeah. I have one called Cletus, Cletus Little. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid name. It is a good solid name. Solid name. I used to have a... Mm, uh, thank you. My closer in LV, the show's name was Jerome Smith. He had a long <laughs> beard, like a Brian Wilson beard. Oh, Jesus, the beard. That was a cool beard. It was. Ow. Ouch. All, All right, guys. Right. Um, We'll see you for episode 92. Until then, adios. I got it.